Welcome to episode two of the Bench Warmers podcast. My name's Jake. My name's Alyssa. And today we're going to do the following, which is recap free agency, the free agents in the hockey that we missed, um, the NBA finals, um, LeBron James winning his fourth NBA title, um, the NFL and the Browns, because they are the top uh, headlines at this moment in time, and the MLB playoffs. So the first uh, free agent, Alyssa has the list. Uh, what is the first free agent that you have? Well, the biggest free agent that we were talking about last week, Taylor Hall, finally, not homeless. He finally mm-hmm. found a place to settle down. He's going to Buffalo for only one year, but $8 million. Don't know how they afford that, but hey, you, you, you go you, I guess. I thought I think I saw somewhere that like he said... Uh... He wanted to help Jack Eichel. Yeah, so that's what I, I saw. saw that too. Well, that might also be, you know, they're like fake positive, like, oh my god, I'm just so excited. Mm-hmm. When really they're dying inside, and they're like, why did I go to Buffalo? Mm-hmm. Like, no offense to Buffalo, like y'all have had a rough time, but like, yeah, I, I don't think you're cupped contenders. I'm sorry. It'll be in. Well, Buffalo's in the metro, I think, or they're no, in they're the, Atlantic. the Atlantic. Yeah, they're in yeah. the Atlantic. That's a tough division, so I guess that yeah. does make that division look a little tougher. But I, I look at the uh, the Atlantic. I still I, I want them to do well, honestly. But realistically, in the, the bot like there's teams like the Bruins, the Lightning, the the Canadians are finally doing stuff this offseason. The Maple Leafs, like those teams who are built for the playoffs. And then the Sabres mm-hmm. who are, I guess... It's, I don't the, know it's what... the Sabres and the Panthers. They just kind of sit at the bottom all the time. Well, they're 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 confusing them because yeah. they, they, they're they mixing... Uh, mixing... Uh, per- or not personalities, but they're mixing... Uh, person- what's the word? Identities. Uh, each and every year, so it's it's a bit confusing that free agency, but or that mm-hmm. free agent signing, but um, it'll be in, it's gonna be another one of those you know one year prove it or is it Buffalo's chance to finally break through? Who knows? Yeah, but. I mean, hey, I'd be here for it. <laughs> I love when teams break their playoff thing because the Kane because the Canes had it forever. And then they handed it mm-hmm. to Buffalo when they made the playoffs. So, I mean, yeah. best best to them. I do hope them the best. They've had a rough, rough few years. Mm-hmm. And who knows what the next few years will bring? Yeah. Um. What are the other ones? Uh, we got Jimmy VC to the Leafs. Weird. That's all I gotta say about that one. <laughs> Just yeah, I, weird. I, I. I. That's all I can say as well. Uh, that's also one year for nine hundred k, not not nine hundred million, obviously. Um, then we have Matthias uh, Janmark to the Hawks, another one year deal, two point five mil. Um, this one hurt. <laughs> I like the Stars. Um, I also kind of like the Hawks, but um, we the Stars did not have enough money to sign him, so I do. Yeah, the stars. That. I think the stars are like locked in for a l- couple of years of like mm-hmm. Jamie Ben and Tyler Sagan, and that's the yeah. problem with having all that talent is that you gotta pay them. Like Toronto, yeah. for example, there's they're gonna be for the next oh like, god Toronto five years. 
five years, they're going to be like doing what they've been doing for the last two years and like mm-hmm. trading, trading for, you know, just a clear cap. And who knows yeah. what they're going to do next year with, you know, upcoming RFAs who will want money. Um, yeah. So it's, it's kind of a, it's, I always say it's kind of like a curse to tank and get good players because Toronto's a prime example. I mean, yeah, yeah it's nice, but one of them's probably going to have to go. So, yeah. I think Dallas is sort of in that range or in that situation, but. Uh, I disagree. We're not as bad as Toronto. Well, yeah, but. We, we but, don't have 15 million and four people. <laughs> Or how but, much it is, 20 million? Yeah, like, I don't know what it is. It, it's quite a bit, but yeah, Insanely I know it's high. 40 million on like four players, yeah. I see and you, as much as I love Yanni, and he, but he was not having his best year, and I really hope he does good with the Hawks. But mm-hmm. um, speaking of the Hawks, uh, Jonathan Tayez and Patrick Kane have been pretty vocal about not liking the trades and signings that Stan Bowman has been doing. So, uh, Ripperini and that, that, uh, whole ship is falling apart. They traded Sod, and it hurts mm-hmm. me physically. Like, I can't, oh, uh, I hate it, I hate it, I hate it. <laughs> yes, I, I, I didn't know about that. Yeah, okay. they traded him to the Abs, and, uh, the Hawks got Zad, Zad, how do you say his name, oh my god. Zadaroff? Tall, tall Abs defenseman. Yeah, Nikki is yeah. Or yeah, yeah Russian about. dude who I can't say his name because I can't pronounce anything. I know that. <laughs> All right. I know that. Uh, what's the other one? Uh, Tyler <laughs> Toffoli to the Habs for four years for 17 mil. How do you feel about that one? Uh, it's about time, pretty much. Uh, I think a lot of Habs fans will probably think this. It's about time we do something in mm-hmm. the summer. Um, because for years we've been saying, we'll try to be competitive. We'll try to be competitive. We'll try to be competitive. And then it just falls off, you know, during the season. Yeah. Um, but I think, I think the Habs, the thing about this is I think they finally got it right. You know, they, they're mm-hmm. finally having a summer. Granted, they still have a lot of questions still, um, especially on the back end, but, um, this will possibly give them that extra boost. Um, I know they uh, sent Jesperi Kakaniemi back to Asat or back to Finland to loan him until the camp start. Uh, mm-hmm. So I, I think that'll boost the offense, but and, and I really do like it. But I don't. I, there's still there's still questions, but I'm liking the business so far. I'm really am. yeah. Um, yeah, I think Tyler Toffoli will fit really good with you guys. <laughs> He's I mean on the younger side. I mean. He's not that young, but he's also mm-hmm. like, because you guys are a pretty young team. Yeah, and we're, Tyler I Toffoli think... is a pretty. I think he could also stand in there with um, oh my god, Josh Anderson, yeah. and be a nice uh, core center for you guys. And, and it'll be you know for the next four years you're gonna have Anderson Toffoli. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have all those players because we locked them in the deals. But yeah. I'm also like. And I, and I hate to sound like, you know, a bummer here, but, uh, you know, I'm also cautious at the same time because, you know, we did this before. We signed, you know, Carl Alsner was our top 
free agent at one point. Um, Jonathan Drouin, he's not, you know, fulfilling his potential. So, I mean, I'm happy about the business, but there's still that, you know, there's that past, you know, you need, you still need to prove it on the ice. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but, but right now, I mean, we're looking good on paper. I'm, I'm excited. Uh, we'll see what happens more because I still believe Montreal isn't done. Uh, but I mean, it's, it's the first, let's put it to you this way. This is the first time I felt emotion, like at least a flicker of emotion in the off season. And I say a long time, honestly. So that's good. <laughs> maybe, maybe they will turn a corner. Maybe we'll see because they're still got to produce on the ice, but I do like what we're doing so far. I'm glad that we aren't sitting around, you know, each and every year just saying, Oh, we'll get competitive. Oh, this and that and yeah. not doing anything. So we'll see how that goes. But mm-hmm. as of right now, I like it. So, mm-hmm. and the next one, another one of the big ones who we thought was going to stay homeless for a little bit. Uh, Peter Angelo to Vegas for seven years for 61 mil. That's a long time. <laughs> That's my opinion on that. Mm-hmm. Um, seven okay like there's a difference between signing someone for like oh four years five years whatever seven years (laughs) i feel like that's just such a gamble to take on no matter how good the player is no matter how quote unquote healthy the player is you might no matter how like much you feel like they're gonna help your team seven years is a long time to commit and And especially at 61 mil for seven years that's that's a lot of money (laughs) And they also have like Max Pacioretty. There's yeah. and it's constant trade money. rumors. They're, I think they're over the cap. Last I checked. Um, I think they are. Yeah. If they are, then and that's an issue with Vegas. They keep going over the cap, mm-hmm. and you and can't this... keep signing players. You can't keep doing what they've been doing. Like it's gonna break at one point. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I, I honestly don't know. I also like how Petrangelo's in his thirties. I think. I think like, so, yeah. Or he's so like late twenties. If he's, I mean, he's a good player and all, but I don't. Yeah. It, it's a risk, and we'll see how that goes. And and the thing about these type of deals, like I've said it all the time, like one year of like a contract like that, that doesn't prove that it's a good deal. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're, you're you're if you're signed up for seven years, you need to be like a Consistent Crosby for seven years. Yeah. yeah. If you're like you a need Crosby, to be a cornerstone. Yeah, like I mean, I'm not faulting like the person, but it's, yeah, I just no. don't see Petrangelo like being that. You know what I mean? Be- being that consistent for that long, yeah. Like Peter Angelo is a good, a good player, and mm-hmm. I'm sure a lot of Blues fans are extremely, extremely sad that he's gone. Which understandable, mm-hmm. your captain that hurts, mm-hmm. but. <laughs> He hasn't been as consistent as people probably want him to be. And to sign someone for a seven-year contract, they have to be extremely consistent. Mm-hmm. And, and and that's another thing. Like, I just don't... Like, there's some players that obviously get, like, Austin Matthews, Carey Price, mm-hmm. uh, you know, players like the, the Cornerstones, like we said. I just mm-hmm. don't see him like that. It's, you know, and it... He's like a good player, but I just don't see him being like that extra, that it. You know what I mean? That you know yeah. that feeling, that it. So yeah, because like for the Blues, 
I never thought of Peter Angelo as their, I'm going to make a pen of the reference, but as their Crosby. I always mm-hmm. thought of Taron Sanko as their yeah. it player. So, like, I don't know. I just feel like it's just so long. That's what the issue I cannot get over. Yeah, I mean, it's it'll be an interesting deal because that's almost that's almost like nine million is so yeah. we'll, we'll see we'll see what happens but that's a big old iffy one mm-hmm. uh, if it works it works if it doesn't well that's another you know yeah. free agent that's had that happen but what are the other mm-hmm. ones uh one that most people probably won't be surprised about uh patty marlowe's going back to the sharks mm-hmm. he signed a one-year contract he only has like 40 something games to beat Gordy Howe, so he's gonna do that and retire a shark. I guess yeah, 100% certainty. <laughs> he's gonna yeah. play as much as he possibly can for as long as he possibly can. He's gonna be the longest standing player and then he's gonna retire a shark. Which, hey, yeah, good for him. I'm still very extremely sad that he came to us and we just freaking lopped on the ground like a piece <laughs> of poop or something. But like, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he he deserves to have that signing. He's a good player. He's been around a really freaking long time, and I I love him. I love that man. Amazing. Yeah, I, I think it's one of those, like, it is a retirement tour. For, yeah. I mean, it's no doubt. The dude's, like, what, 40-something years old. He's over his 40s. He's, he's 42, in his 40s. 42, 43. Maybe he's 44. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not Impre- good I mean, it is, it is pretty impressive how he's yeah. done all that. So I'm, we'll see how that goes, uh, I guess. I, I don't know what the Sharks are going to do this year as well. Um, I don't think they're going to be very good because they weren't very good last year. Yeah, but sorry, there's also... Sorry, Sharks fans. Yeah, I, I don't know, though, because, you know, there's, all, there's some teams that, like, I may sound biased here, but... I remember 2017-18 season for for us, the Montreal Canadiens. Like we were awful. We were like, I remember the record: 28 or 29, 40, and 13. Um, I remember the off season. We made some questionable stuff. People expect us to be worse. And the next year, we almost were like we were like two or three points from the playoffs. So I wouldn't write them. This may be just I may call me crazy. I that's fine, but. I don't know. I, I'm not saying they will, but there's always that yeah. past experience that's like, mm-hmm. who knows? <laughs> underdogs, Every... underdogs always have a chance. Mm-hmm. And, and no, just... like, yeah, but see, my thing is they lost Pavaleski, and you could tell that kind of put a toll on their team. But I mean, I, I do hope they do better. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, we'll see. I think Carlson really didn't help him, keeping Carlson. Yeah, yeah, did not. Last year, if you told me that, like, he, I think he was rumored to be with Montreal at one point. Like, I, oh, really? if you told me that, yeah, like, there was Ottawa and Montreal or something. There was, like, a, there was something about that. But, uh, I mean, if you had told me that last year at that time that he would be a casualty, I would have... I would have wondered up what's wrong with you, but yeah. we'll see. Uh, who knows what they'll do. Yeah, then um, the next one is Brandon Gallagher. Resigns with the Habs for six years. I don't uh, have the money <clears throat> written down, but I think it was uh, like six, 30. 
It was six point five per. Oh yeah. Yeah, something like I that. It was yeah. Three years, yeah. Yeah, it, not surprising. I mean, it's. I mean, there was rumors that Brendan, like his contract extension. I remember seeing something like, you know, going through my day and seeing like his contract negotiations like stopped. I knew, I knew that was fake, honestly, because he's been here since he's been drafted. He's a hometown. He'll take a hometown discount, and I, and he, Gallagher really isn't like you know he's not a top player but he's also like not one of those that'll like i'm here for the money you know i'm getting a big pay like i knew like i'm not trying to sound cocky but yeah i knew that this was gonna happen i mean i don't i don't really think anybody thought brendan gallagher was gonna leave willingly (laughs) no and i mean there was obviously you know the rumor that tyler to foley and there was another or got the other thing they did but tyler to foley kind of like made him concerned and stuff I, I was like nah he'll be all right but uh yeah that'll be the only concern with him and th- he's my favorite player since like for over five years now honestly and i'm gonna be honest his only concern is injuries because he's been injured quite a bit <laughs> yeah that's the only concern but that's another you know leader that's gonna be here and that's something that we need Especially with the young core like this, I think that's something we need, so. Yeah, and like, I'm not a Habs fan, but I would willingly die for that man, so mm-hmm. I can't even imagine what Habs fans feel for him. <laughs> yeah, it's it would probably be the same as P.K. Subban. Let's just put it at that, probably. Mm. Yeah, and then the last one that's like a big, big one is Evgeny Dadnov to... Um, Florida. I didn't write down anything about that, so I don't know how long actually, it is. He actually went to Ottawa. Oh, sorry. He went from Florida to Ottawa. That's what I meant. But I don't know how long or how much because I didn't write it down. But um, so uh, we looked it up. He's uh, three years, 15 mil, which I mean is decent. And Ottawa's, we can all tell, is trying to rebuild. They've gotten a decent amount of people over this off season. Which, hey, I'm here for that. They've they've sucked for a long time. It's... It'll be a boost to Ottawa, though. For that rebuild, though. Yeah. Uh, But I'm still concerned about them. Because, you know, ownership in Ottawa, that's... Mm -hmm. There's always that little... You know, this is a bit off topic, but as a Browns fan, like, we know terrible ownership for... Yes, as a, a Pirates fan, I understand. And and a Rangers fan as well, but we'll talk about that later. Um, it's There's always, you know, you can have a playoff team. You can have, like, the Browns, are, like, I'll use the Browns for example. You can have the best team you've seen in your life, but there's always that concern of the terrible ownership. But uh, I think it'll be a boost to them. Hopefully, you know, it'll... It can succeed. Um, it'll be prized by Dad and signing there, though, because I because mm-hmm. I didn't see him going to Ottawa. Honestly, I saw him going to like I don't know, like a team like Vancouver or something. I didn't see Ottawa. So, I mean, I'm not surprised considering how much Ottawa has done. 
and they are during this and they are yeah they are um they're trying to stay over the cap so it's Mm -hmm. not too surprising but who knows if it works then that'll help them out with you know their core that they have but yeah there's and i and i'm sure sens fans probably feel the same there's always melnick that they just Mm -hmm. it's that you know that flicker of just negativity that just yeah like it's melnick's that guy and he's been the problem for years and i don't know if it'll change for a while Mm -hmm. but it's good business uh yeah i think for both i mean yeah i'm here for them being good because the last Mm -hmm. time they were good the penguins kind of killed them so (laughs) you can come back it's fine the penguins suck now it's your turn to shine (laughs) yeah it's we'll see uh, last but not least on our big free agent signings, uh, Joe Thornton, Mr. Jumbo Joe himself, to the freaking Leafs for 700k. I'm pretty sure it's a year. Um, mm-hmm. Weirdest, w- weirdest thing. Uh, he said he talked to a uh, football player. Why? Yeah, Joe I Montana don't understand. For leaving uh, the Bay Area. I just saw that. It was for leaving the Bay Area. Um, Jumbo Joe's going for the cup. It's it's simple as why would you go to Toronto? Like no offense to Leafs fans, but like because they why? Have, they're, they're still a talented team. I mean, yeah, but like when's the last time they made it past the second round? Two thousand four. Like brings us I am not a Leafs stuff. fan, but I do like a few Leafs players. So I it does hurt me slightly that they don't do good. But, like, they haven't went past the second round since I was the two years round. old. Sorry, the, the first, first round, round, that's what I meant, into the second round. Since I was actually two years old. So, like, um, why would you <laughs> go there? Toronto, I feel like they're going for, they're just gunning for it all. They're getting, they're panicking, pretty much. I mean, I I'm think not they like... are panicking. They just keep signing people, and I'm like, why, though? Yeah, it's like that final piece yeah. To push it, even though they need defensemen, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, they gave us Cody CC. Yep, that... Party! <laughs> yep, that's Pittsburgh and signing... Rutherford! That's Rutherford, Rutherford for you! The sexual tension between Rutherford and signing horrible defensemen. To it... What, what, it was a one-year 1.25 million. Know, it's dumb. Yeah, I think it's one-year 1.5. That's a. Uh, it's not. It's too much. It is and way by, too much. I don't uh, know why they didn't go league minimum, <laughs> but hey, what do I know? I'm just the person who cries every time they lose. Jim Rutherford is. I said it before. I feel like Jim, like nothing against the dude, he may be a nice dude and all, but as a hockey guy, he's like the last dinosaur that didn't go extinct. When the uh, whatchamacallit hit. The meteor. <laughs> yeah, the meteor hit. You're not wrong. Like, Cause... he's done a few fine things. He did win us the 16 17 cups. But since then, have we been good? No. We haven't. He keeps trading everyone. I'm not even going to talk about how we traded Hornquist for quote-unquote cap space 
and then we didn't For get Mike any Matheson, cap yeah. space. And then he said, oh, I didn't know we didn't get any cap space. That's your job. What do you mean you didn't know? Even it I knew. Analytics is key. Analytics is key, and he doesn't follow it, but we'll see. We'll see what... <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to go let you a rant about the Penguins. Well, Matheson and CeCe, that'll be a, the line pairing of a decade. Uh, so. It hurts. Oh, it's 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 only starting. That's the, that's the only uh, issue. It hasn't started, so... Yeah, so the next I have top been extremely extremely what's the word? Um confused, baffled. No, no. Um I've been pretty spoiled with the penguins not being complete dog shit. Mm-hmm. Except for like a few mm -hmm. years, but um mm -hmm. <laughs> and now they scare me. I didn't live through when they sucked in the late nineties. Or when they sucked through when they got Flurry, Crosby, and Malkin in consecutive years, because I was like one before it was before I was born, and then I was one and two, so I have no memory of this time. But now I remember, and it hurts. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. <laughs> uh oh, uh, NBA finals. NBA finals time. LeBron James. LeBron James. Yeah, do you know that 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 fine that. The, the, the vine, yes, the vine, yes. LeBron James. We love LeBron James. No, you don't. You said. Mm. No, you said not. you'll. You, you I, did. I said I you, what? You said you'll never look at LeBron James the same ever again because I sent his stats every oh, single yeah. day. You're not. Yeah, you. You've made me hate LeBron James <laughs> like single-handedly. Like yes, you've made me hate him. We did it. We did it. But I don't hate LeBron. I mean, besides you bombarding me with <laughs> stats every day for like a solid month. <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, it, fun fact. My uh, cousin was a uh, photo or video. Uh, he worked with film um, on the Lakers. So he is cool. an NBA champion. So I. That's so cool. Yeah, he was. He uh, actually was in like the celebrations. Like he had, uh, what was it? He was with the. He had champagne. Uh, oh. And then they went back to L.A. and partied. So, uh, little oh. fun fact for that. That's uh, so. That's so cool. Yeah, I mean, it's there's a lot. Oh, of I I I love how they give the cups and those trophies to like. The trainers and the like mm -hmm. producers and stuff. I'm like, cause they like help, and I think that's oh, so yeah. amazing. Sorry. They they I'm work hard. And girling. <laughs> yeah. They they work like like the trainers. They work like early in the morning, late at mm -hmm. night. Some days. Mm -hmm. So I mean, it's. I think it's more than just like, LeBron James and Anthony Davis, yeah. that's won the championship. I think it's like. Yeah, it's. No matter how insignificant someone may seem to like a broader audience of fans, they had mm -hmm. a part in doing something, whether that was creating the pump up music or mm -hmm. helping players stay healthy or film. helping yeah. fans get into it more and having more energy to 
give to the players. Like, and every little person on a whole a whole team helps, no matter what they do. Mm-hmm. That uh, brings the idea. Should I uh, be a little uh, what 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 do you call it? Those things that uh, at baseball games you hear ice cold beer. You know the little things that like give you yeah. snacks and stuff. I wonder if they got championship rings, but that's off the topic. I doubt it. <laughs> I mean, it's uh, yeah. I mean, no. Considering how it... many people work in stadiums and like concession and like doing fifty mm-hmm. fifty and stuff, I there's not a. It's way too many people. Is anyone really surprised? I mean, we knew coming in the Lakers were like the best team since like what? yeah, what the. Uh, a long time i guess i don't know it we all knew that this was gonna happen and they did it i mean they they had the team they yeah. had the paper they had everything and credit to them they won the championship mm-hmm. um the next topic is uh a little interesting uh the nfl uh the browns and the steelers yeah you know me. Yeah. Biggest Steelers fan, biggest football fan. I understand it completely and have no questions about it. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, uh, yeah. That's uh, pretty much all I can say from this game, really. <sighs> Again. I still get to make fun of you because I'm from Pittsburgh and I claim it. Yep. Yep. I mean, I mean, I mean, we always lose to these this team. Like, it's... I don't know if... I'm never going to eat a Heinz ketchup again, man. No, I swear, man. Do not disrespect. I, I... If you eat... Okay, we it, when I go out to eat, and we're in, like, Western PA, and I do not get a bottle of Heinz ketchup, and I get, like, some dumb thing, I'm like, What? Do not take it out on Heinz. It's, it's something in that. It's something there because it's the y'all ketchup. always. It's, it's something, man. I don't know. It's our um, it's our uh, pickle festival. That's what yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> that's what it is. Definitely, it's the rip. It's the wind, the the rain. It is, is it is yes. Pittsburgh's superpower is just being able the to wind. kill everyone with Heinz ketchup and pickles and wind and the Steelers defense and, but yeah sure. I, it uh I mean I, I I honestly have nothing to say I on like I'm not, I'm I'm not like trying to pretend and stuff like that like I genuinely I mean the season the only topic I can bring out of this is you know the media really because obviously with the Steelers defense and a team that's banged up, like the offense is banged up, the defense is definitely banged up. I mean, it's like, what did you expect? Honestly, like, I mean, it was one of those games that nothing, like you, this isn't even a football thing. You know those games in any sport that nothing goes right? Yeah. Like, you know, it's it was just one of those games and I'm not like mm-hmm. making excuses, but I mean, I'm not writing off the season like many people I mean, are. Yeah, you shouldn't. That's so dumb. You guys, what was your thing? It, we well, we were won four straight games. Our best start yeah. since 1994. That was I wasn't yeah, even why born would you... yet. I was that was eight yeah. years before I was born. Why would, why would I you give write up? It off? Why would you write it off because of one one bad game? You're not gonna have a perfect season. 
In- unless you're like, I don't know, unless it's like 1908 and you're the freaking Habs or something and you <laughs> played nobody, maybe you'd have a perfect season. But like, no one's ever going to have a perfect season. You're going to lose games. Actually, I think that's so dumb when people just I be like, I oh, Jesus, it's over. Yep, and it's we're not even halfway through the season. That's the thing. Like, I actually tweeted a, about this. Like, the cycle of being a Browns fan the last two years, well, last year was pretty rough. I'll give them that. But, like, the cycle is we win a game. Everything's good. We're the best team. We're Super Bowl contenders. We're all this stuff. And then the next week, we just... We need to trade everyone, fire everyone, start it all over. Like, this is the most entertaining, like, for years, and we'll get to this later, but this is the first time I've ever been excited about watching him. I mean, I'm working during the games, but it's a team that I'm actually excited to watch about, and I'm not the type of fan that'll just... I'm the type of fan with... I shouldn't say this, but a brain. Like, I'm not going to sit back and have one setback and then say, oh my God, it's over. Let's go, you know, go back to the paperbacks. Like, no. I think, but I will admit though, next week is a very big game. And if you're a Browns fan, it is a very big game because it's the Battle of Ohio, obviously, against Cincinnati. But it'll be, it's a big game. But to say that the season's over, I think that's a bit over the top, of course. But yeah. I mean, what what's new? I mean, the Steelers obviously have a good team. They have a good offense. They the best defense in the league. So again, Pittsburgh and Baltimore are just running away with the division. So other than I mean, that, I, mean, I, I heard I, that don't the Steelers play the Ravens soon? Yeah, I. Well, they have to. They have to play them twice. I know, but uh, like, don't they play them soon? I don't know when they play, but. I just, after the um, Browns-Steelers game, everyone on Twitter was freaking out, and I follow a decent amount of people from Washington, like D.C. area, and they Mm -hmm. were all like, oh god, we have to play them soon. And I was like, okay, I don't understand, but sure. Eh, I mean, it's, I mean, what what else can I say? I mean, we just got yeah. beat nothing went right i mean there was like fourth yeah. and fourth down and one you're supposed to get one yard to get the first down you couldn't even get that it was just one of those games i mean you can't just sit here and complain about it so i mean um am i disappointed i hate losing to pittsburgh i hate losing to the steelers but i'm not it's not the end yeah. of the year come on now but mm-hmm. next year next this sunday will be interesting that's for sure and it and it should be but, yeah, uh, I mean, as all quote-unquote rivalry games are, no matter how big your rivalry is, those games are always fun. Uh, wasn't wasn't Sunday, that's for sure, though. That's uh, I think I'll uh, throw that in the garbage as quick as possible. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, next week we have Cincinnati. Uh, that's all. I mean, what else can I say? I mean, that's I'm not. No. Given excuses, there's nothing else I can no, say. Yeah. No, you're fine. But uh, another thing, the MLB playoffs. Uh, I'll be honest, I haven't watched any of it. Like, Neither have I. <laughs> not a pitch. Like I know the Dodgers. Like the Dodgers, Atlanta choked a three-one lead. Yeah. Um, Atlanta, and Atlanta saying, you know, Atlanta has a history with choking. 
Mm-hmm. I think the Falcons did twenty-eight to three. I, I had... was rooting for Atlanta because um, Mallory Pugh, she plays on the U.S. Women's National Team. Her boyfriend plays for the Atlanta. So oh, I was really? like, Pirates suck. Therefore, sure. <laughs> eh, I mean, the Braves still have a good team, but I you can't blow a three-one lead. I'm. Especially with like the Dodgers and like how big, mm-hmm. especially in that stage of the playoffs. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Well, I mean, the Dodgers again are in the World Series for like what third time in like four years or something, or three years or something like that. So, I don't know. It, the Dodgers are going to be, I think the Dodgers will take it, uh, but they play the Tampa Bay Rays, they eliminated. The Houston Astros brought a smile to my face um, because the cheaters are off. Um, literally, they are cheaters. They uh, bang yeah. trash cans. Uh, but, I mean, there's nothing really... I think the Dodgers will win pretty handily against them, though. That's my take. Um, I mean, also, uh, probably another reason neither of us have watched baseball is because our teams are number one and number two worse than the league. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll touch base Forget. on this. On, yeah, we'll touch base on this, like on the next topic. But I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're yeah. we're just we're just <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. When's the draft? I guess you can say I don't know. Uh, but that's gonna be in the next topic. Which the next topic is uh, bad ownership in sports, and it's I think there. Let me just start off. This will be a long, long, long topic here because um, I am a Cleveland Browns, Texas Rangers, Montreal Canadiens. Um, I'm, I'm. That's the teams I root for, right? Um, the ownership group with there's two forms of bad ownerships. Um, there's the owners that you know that panic that. Uh, run and gun uh that come guns ablazing and change everything every single year um and then there's the worst type of ownership and that's you know the owners that clearly are in for the profit they clearly do not care um they look at the dollar signs they look at the fan base and the attendance and say "Mm, look at that money coming in to me and let me just start by the Texas Rangers. I've I've been a Ranger fan since I was like as long as I can honestly remember baseball. And you know, I remember back, you know, back then there was an actual genuine, you know, excitement, you can say, you know, getting ready to watch, you know, getting buying a jersey. Like we've all been to this stage, you know, yeah. where where we've connected you know, with our teams and like buying stuff, going to games, getting autographs and stuff. You know what I mean? And, you know, back in the day, like there was an actual genuine, you know, excitement about it, you know, and obviously the teams were pretty good. We went to the World Series twice. We lost both of them, but, you know, there was still that, I mean, contacts on the Rangers, they've been terrible before that. And, you know, this was the first time we've had actual relevance, but you know that's besides the point. Now, you know, as I've grown up, it's you. I can just tell the excitement is just gone. 
it's I like I've sold all my Ranger stuff. I mean, and I know what I'm gonna get. You know, I've I've been criticized for this. Oh, you haven't stuck through the thick and thin, all this stuff, and that's perfectly fine. Um, but the reason, and it's not because the team sucks, because obviously, you know, teams have stages where they're good and bad, but it's clear, and I have a story with this, but the Rangers' ownership, clearly, you know, they benefit off the Dallas market, because Dallas is a very big market, mm -hmm. and... It's, I think these owners, like, the thing about the Rangers for years is they've kept, you know, all these players. They've kept players like, Rangers fans may know this, like, Rudnett Odor, Elvis Andrews. So, like, these long contracts because, you know, of jersey sales. You know, they, they get money from jerseys. They got a brand new stadium. Why would they change a stadium that was 25 years old? I mean, yeah, maybe the, the heat and all, but I mean, it's it's clear as day that they're in for the profit, but I mean, honestly, I mean, I'm not, I can't be upset. I'm not upset when the Rangers lose anymore. I'm not happy when we win anymore. It's just like empty. And I mean, next year, I mean, I've sold, I said it already, but I've sold my Ranger stuff, all of it. Like I can't, I've had, I mean, there comes a point in time, like, where you've just had enough and let's just say i i've been past that stage because the bottom has fallen out like we've tried to stay stable for for a while and the bottom has fallen out and now you know like we said earlier like we're the second pick in the mlb draft we were the second worst team in the mlb i don't care if it's 60 games this has been coming for a while but you know and this, there's a story with that and you know I'm in, you know, a little Rangers chat. You know, we talk about the Rangers while the game's going on. We all know about this, but, you know, yeah. there's a story about, you know, one of the ownership, uh, one of the guys. There, It's a group. Um, there's His name is Ray Davis, and then there's another guy. Um, there was uh, one of the people in the group, uh, I think, was either is friends with or is... Uh, <clears throat> or his friends or something. He was talking to I think one of the owner's nephews or something and it said you know uh, what what did it say? It said like the owner the, the range, one of the his uncle, the nephew's uncle um, like it's not even his top priority. Like it's just like he's been going oh, like, like it's it's clear that like he doesn't, it's clear that if you, that's what family members are saying, you know it's true because now, yeah. I mean, and that's been, and I talk about the Rangers as a warning sign because, you know, we obviously know some of these ownerships that's in this, like the Buffalo Sabres, um, the Ottawa Senators, uh, what else? Like, and, and I think the problem with, and why this is a big problem is yeah it's the te like you you're you're a fan of a poorly run team too as well like the pirates like it's yeah the pirates are booty that they, they yeah I, I have jokes about that but like we can have jokes about you know this but i think every single like 
I don't care who you root for. Everyone should have a problem with not only the Rangers, but this in general, this topic. Because, yeah. like, let's be honest. If the Yankees have this problem, if, mm-hmm. like, what? Uh, Yankees, like, the Boston Bruins had this. It would be mm-hmm. all over everywhere. He, they would be yeah. criticized. Like, the Dallas yeah. Cowboys, for example. Like, Jerry Jones yeah. is on the TV all the time. Mm-hmm. The, and the problem is, is like teams like the Pirates, teams like the Rangers, who aren't like the top, like people will just shrug it under the the carpet. They're like, eh, just they you'll just, be fine. Oh, we all know the Pirates suck. We all mm-hmm. know it. They're never good. You know why they're never good? Because they never get a chance to be good. Yeah, when you're I'm, never given a chance, you're never going to be able to do anything. Yeah, like, I mean, and and the problem, like. Like I said, every single fan should, like, be concerned with this, like, not only the Rangers, I use that as an example, but, like, every fan should be, you know, having a problem with this because this is, like, the feelings that I've had about the Rangers, like, this could happen to you next time. Like, this, like, it's happened to a lot of people, like, like legitimately I'm not even bothered about what the Rangers do this off season. I'm not bothered what they do next year. Um they I guess they're cutting payroll. I really don't care, but it could happen to you next time. And that's yeah. why everyone should be concerned about this, honestly. Mm-hmm. So and to bring the Pirates into that, the last time the Pirates were good was 1975. My mom was 1, my dad was 3. Mm. that's insane yeah like uh they're uh it's kind of interesting because pittsburgh you know they have the steelers they have the penguins they have all them and Mm -hmm. you know the the pirates are just like eh. yeah no you're not wrong if you go to pittsburgh and even if you just watch a game that's at pnc park the games the the tickets are so cheap i could go to a mm-hmm. pirates game for 12 dollars. Mm-hmm. what year is this i can go to a, a professional sport game for 12 dollars. well that's that, pretty normal that's for like summer tickets but yeah i see what you mean like no no like the t- that 12 dollar ticket was mm-hmm. on my birthday which is the end of august which i think is mm-hmm. like the end of the season yeah yeah and See, I don't buy, like, directly merchandise stuff. Like, I, if I buy pirate stuff, oh, it's it's from, like, Plato's Closet, or I buy it on, like, Poshmark, or, like, Mercari, mm-hmm. or something. Because I don't want to give them more money, because I want them to change be, something. Yeah. I want them to change something. I'm not yeah. going to go to games, because if I go to games, then guess what? The attendance stays up, and they think they're not doing anything wrong. Mm-hmm. That's, and, I think, the problem. It's been going on for so long that people just don't care anymore. They're like, mm-hmm. I want to watch it, but I don't want to, like, boycott it. I'm like, well, they're never going to change it. That's the problem, because, like, that's, you know, that's the only way, and that's the sad part is, that's the only way you can get, you know, at these people, like, these owners is just not giving them money. Like, they're, obviously, the Canadians, like, or like the Browns, like they had owners, like Jeff Molson, I guess is for the Canadians is all right. I guess I, I bother me, but like the Cleveland Browns, like there's some of these places that, you know, the attendance is good, 
like the Chicago Cubs were in this situation, like bad ownership, you know, they don't care. They really don't care about baseball operations. They care about the money. And that's, it's so sad because sports is now all about money. It's not about, yeah. you know, about knowledge anymore. Like it's about the monopoly. Pretty it. much. Yeah. You, you, you own it. Cool. Like they don't care. They don't like that, there's some you, that do. Yeah, but... well, like, if you look at good owners, I'm going to bring Mario Lemieux into this because mm-hmm. he's probably one of the biggest definition of somebody who saved a franchise from mm-hmm. death. Well, he bought the Penguins in... When was it? 2000 and... Uh, I don't remember. Um, Was it in... Okay, I don't remember when he bought it, but uh, our last ownership kind of dug us into the ground. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't care. Mm-hmm. They and like this was a time where like nobody cared about the penguins. Um, mm-hmm. it's not really like that anymore. But mm-hmm. you cared about the Steelers and you cared about the Pirates, and the penguins yeah. were just like, oh, they're like, oh, they're the penguins. Cool. Who cares? Mm-hmm. And then Lemieux came in and just literally changed everything. He opened a new rink. He brought in. He brought us three cups, which is more than they had ever done. Um, mm. And he's Mario Lemieux. He already had a legacy on Penguins fans. So, mm. like, everyone trusted him, and he knew as a player what you needed to do. And I think that's a problem a lot is that um, owners don't understand it from a player's point of view or don't understand mm. it from a coach's point of view or, or even you know, a fan's like, point of view. Or even a fan's point of view, yeah. So, when you have people like Mario Lemieux, who buy teams to save them, mm-hmm. or buy teams to fix them, you have this thing that, like, even though we're not very good right now, mm-hmm. I and I would never, I would not blame that on Lemieux, I would blame that on Rutherford, because he's made some mm-hmm. weird decisions. But, like, there's a point where there's a good owner, and where there's, like, how do I say this? Good owners care about money in the way that they want to make sure that they can pay people and they want to make sure that they make revenue because mm-hmm. they have to pay players and they have to pay staff and they have to because they want to make money because like, yeah, you want to make money. Yeah. But there's That's, a difference between yeah. only wanting to make money and wanting to make mm-hmm. money because you're good. Yeah. And then there's like, then there's the Rangers, you know, I mean, I, I use the Rangers because I mean, I've been ranting about this yeah. Rangers for for a while now like then there's you know like the two topics that you just said like i care is only about money because they're good and then there's some that like just like my example just dry out and i'm pretty sure pittsburgh's the same way dry out any sort of caring anymore it's Mm -hmm. just like yeah eh, i can tell you from personal experience I've went to Penguins games that ended um, around the same time as like an early season Pirates game, mm-hmm. and even though they are not, they are kind of far away from each other. You go, you if you go to a Penguins game the same day as a Steelers game, it will take you hours to get off the freaking highway. Mm-hmm. You go to a Penguins game the same day as a Pirates game, you don't even notice. No mm-hmm. one cares about them anymore. And they people the only 
people who actually care genuinely are the people who were either alive when they won the World Series in the 70s or mm. are just diehard fans. And yeah. I'm not a diehard fan. I don't care that much <laughs> yeah. because they suck. I mean, it's not like for me, it's not that they suck. It's just like because I, I can take, you know, your rebuilding and all that. But then there's like, you know, there's no game plan like the Rangers. There's just we were plant like this last offseason. We were supposed to get the top free agent. We had just bought mm-hmm. a new pitcher and everything. And things were looking actually pretty good. Yeah. And then they didn't spend the money to get him. Um, mm-hmm. The pitcher, I mean, yeah, I mean, it was good to get him, but he uh, got injured in the first inning he ever pitched. So, I mean, oh, that's not, oh. that's not the, I guess that's not anyone's fault, but I mean, just bad luck. <laughs> it's just bad luck, but I mean, the Rendon thing, that, or Rendon, the top free agent, I'm, you, you probably don't know him, but like that set us back years and went and really yeah i mean we don't know there was a point in time where you know we were shifting outfielders to infield like it was oh my god um yeah i mean and like years ago like two years three years ago i've been like pissed off now i'm just like you just don't care you just don't have the ability to care like you just expect it like if the pirates somehow randomly did good i would be shocked I would not be happy. I would be shocked. It. I don't even know anymore because, like, the last time we were good was 2016. But it's like, why? Why should I? Why? Like, why should I come up and watch y'all? Like, there's no. Yeah. It's just like, eh, what happens happens anymore. I mean, if they go, it's it's honestly to the point too. If they go bankrupt, oh well, that's how bad it is. But I'm just rambling. Um. So, um, what day was that? Sunday, there was a little issue at the Man City game, um, with a a player touching a referee. And, to preface this, I'm gonna be say- I'm gonna say, no, it is not because she's a woman that people are making a ruckus. Perhaps that amplified it, but this is a giant problem in FIFA in general. Whether that's the Premier League, whether that's national games, whether that's your freaking playing in Germany, I don't care. It's it's an issue everywhere. Refs, I'm um, sorry, not refs. Players have got so comfortable being able to physically touch the referee when they should not. That is a game misconduct and is a yellow card. I, I am certified to ref soccer. I ref soccer currently. I refed it two days ago. Um, you're not allowed to touch us. <laughs> And that is for our safety and the player's safety. And you see pictures of players just screaming in refs' faces, grabbing them, holding them, touching them, and that shouldn't happen. And they keep letting them get away with it. And then this, um, I do not know how to say his name, Jake, help me. Sergio Aguero. Thank you. Yeah. He touched um, a referee who happened to be a girl. And... First off, when I watched, when I walked downstairs, when my parents were watching this game, my mom went, there's a girl referee, and I went, huh? On a Premier League game? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, that's crazy. Frick yeah. I love that. Because as a female referee, that's insane. You only ever see female ref female games. Like, I've never seen a girl ref a Premier League game before. Yeah, I've seen. So, I, I'm it's, happy it's, for that. 
Oh yeah, it's coming to the NFL stage too. I think yeah, the Browns. Yeah, I know. Yeah, they had one. The Browns yeah. have had a game with that, so mm-hmm. it's coming more common. I mean, it's yeah, it's and good. I love that. It's, it's amazing, it's good, and yeah. it should be like that because, like, definitely. At like I said, as a female ref, no matter what sport I ref, you want to be able to think that you could make it big, even if you don't <laughs> want to. Like, I don't want to. I would never want to ref a Premier League game. I have <laughs> yeah. way too much anxiety for that. But you mm. want to see representation of that, you know? Yeah. But uh, anyway, so I think it was an issue about him being offsides. But she is an AR. <laughs> if you didn't, if you're not familiar with soccer, an AR is a referee that runs along the sideline with a flag. They basically handle the direction of the throw-in, um, offsides, seeing things that the center ref doesn't see, seeing if it's a goal kick or a corner kick. Basically, they're just there to be another pair of eyes on the sideline. Now, most of these pictures that people were talking about are center refs, um, which is still weird. It still is weird. I don't understand why people touch the referee in general. Um, There was this one of Paul Pogba. I can't pronounce his name. Yeah, he was just, like, caressing this man's head. I was like, that is just weird. Why? Why would you do that? Why would you just walk up to someone and just grab their head? Just why? I don't under- like, and people are being like, oh, this isn't a problem. I'm like, yes, it is a problem. I would- I would disagree. This is a large problem. And I think it's glad that it happened. This is gonna sound bad. I am glad that it happened to a woman. Because, as women, we understand that we get touched by men a lot no matter in, in not always in sexual ways uh, like random old men in grocery stores like to put their hand on my lower back when they move by me i'm like mm. why did you have to t- you could just walk past me you need to touch me like most women have had this happen and it's weird and we do not like it and the way that she shoved him off of her kind of made me think about that so that it oh my god i'm like ranting so bad <laughs> her being a woman amplified this problem that soccer has that the players get away with attacking referees <laughs> they shouldn't be able to do that people keep sending me all these pictures because i've been pretty vocal about it on twitter i'm not gonna take any bullshit from any sexist people i and have strong opinions, and I'm not going to be silent about them. But um, people keep sending me these pictures. They're like, oh, is this not a problem? I'm like, yes, it is a problem. How many times do I have to say this? It is a yellow card. But it is a problem because they stop calling it, and they never call it. They need to call it. Just call it, please. Because it that, that rule is there for the safety of the referee. As a referee, and see, I will not ref literally anybody over the age of 16 i would never do that i hate it because kids 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 don't really understand you know when they play a sport they don't really care as bad as that sounds but like Mm. i don't like parents when i dude i've had parents literally tell me i've ruined their child's life i've had and this is rack games yeah games that don't matter at all in any way shape or form (laughs) i'm like ma'am this is this is a wreck game yeah i've been told i ruined someone's life i've been called racist i've been called so many names i can't even say them all 
And I can't even imagine being physically attacked because being verbally attacked sucks. Mm-hmm. So looking at that, it just, I can't even imagine it. I, ugh, ugh. sorry. I like kind of ranted a lot. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see it, but it, I, I don't know really what to say. Cause I, I mean, I haven't, I didn't see it. I didn't, you know, I was busy during that time, but it was, all I know is that you just, like, referees, like, you can argue with them, I guess, but you can't touch them. I you mean, don't touch on. them. Yeah, like, I don't care. If... Scream at me. Scream at me. I do not care. But do not lay your hands on me. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, like, yeah, I, I really, and, and that's the problem is, like, there's, a, like, I saw some of the comments, like, I saw the pictures and all, but, like, the issue, I think the only problem, like, I'm trying to find the words for this. The only people are saying, like, the only issue this is is because of a, it's a woman. And I, I mean, yeah. that just, that sure. makes it worse. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure there's people who are saying it's only bad because she's a woman. Like, you could do it to a male referee and it'd be fine. But that's not the issue I have. And I have not seen many people say it like that. Like, I'm sure there's extreme people who are being like, oh, you cannot touch a woman. But, like, I mean, mm-hmm. you cannot touch a woman, but you also can't touch a referee <laughs> in mm-hmm. general. I don't care if she's a girl. I don't care if she's a guy. I don't care if they're a guy. You just don't touch us. Mm-hmm. There's a rule. Because I don't want to get punched in the face because you're angry. <laughs> yeah, I, it's been a, uh, I mean, I, Ser, Sergio really did, I, he didn't really, I don't know if he tainted his legacy, but his, he almost threatened it, did he? I mean, yeah. it, it's, I mean, he won't. I don't know how to... I mean, I really don't know what to say about it. I don't know. I kind of disagree. Um, People still worship Ronaldo and how many uh, rape charges does he have against him. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I'm a Man City fan. I know that... I know he's not a bad guy. And I'm not saying he's a bad guy. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that the issue is that they're not calling it because they're big players. Like, all these mm-hmm. pictures I've seen. Paul Pogba, huge mm-hmm. player. Everyone knows who he is. Ronaldo, Messi. Those are pictures I've seen. Everyone knows who that is. A lot of people know who... Um, oh my god, I can't say his name. How do you say his name again? Sergio Aguero. Thank you. He's a he's probably one of the biggest players on Man City. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's the issue. You're letting your biggest players get away with it when they shouldn't because it's a rule. That's my issue with it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I just have such a passionate view on it because I am a ref. And I just can't imagine being touched. Like, ugh. Ew. Like, ugh. Yeah, I think... Especially as an AR. Yeah. Especially as an AR. You don't go into a game expecting to get screamed at. Or expecting yeah. to get hit or shoved. Because you're an AR. You're not on the field. Mm-hmm. You don't stand on the field. You're literally not even on the field. You shouldn't be like, ugh. But I'm extremely... When I get, like, mad about things and, like, into them, I get pretty heated. Like, I could probably talk for, like, five hours about women's sports and how it's so sexist, how people just say, oh, they're bad. I'm like, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Uh, We post every Friday, so we hope to see you back next week. And we hope you enjoyed everything we talked about. Like we said last week, we will talk about other sports, like we did today. We, we mm. don't just talk about hockey. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we really hope you guys enjoy and see you next week. Bye.